as we all know, you know, we're busy in our life. Everyone has different things going on. Um, it, you know, no matter the season, there's always something, right? Right. And so at California Family Fitness, we're not just about fitness. We're about overall health and wellness and really making sure that people are um, doing what they love to be their best self. And one of the things that we always talk about is um, with our employees is when you interact with our brand, we want to make sure that we made your day just a little bit better, whether that's just through a hello, um, you know, whether that whether you're just walking, coming to the gym, you're walking, you're using the sauna and leaving. Um, we just hope we made your day a little bit better. And so in this episode, we're going to be talking about goal setting because um, it's always about goal setting, right? Like you always hear that. You're always, you know, talking about what's your goal? Did you meet it? You know, what did you want to do? Oh, that New Year's resolution, that's gone. We'll start it up again, and it's like, right. oh my gosh, like I cannot do this. So, um, first of all, we're going to talk about goal setting, um, but I want to introduce everyone that's here with us, and we can go around like we did last time, but we'll start with Gina. Um, yeah. My name is Gina, and I'm a personal trainer at CalFit. I've been training for almost 10 years now, and love what I do, love um, training people, getting them fit, but most, most of all, helping them reach their goals, and just helping them win their day, basically, mm-hmm. you know, as Kelfit would say. Um, I'm also a mom, so I have a four-and-a-half-year-old, uh, Kaylee, and then an eight-month-old, Avery, and I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Ben. And um, so I'm busy, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, my name is Lauren Madeira, and I am a working stay-at-home mom. I am the creator of Daydreamer Journal, and I have a, other businesses. I have two children, and I've been married for 11 years. Mm. My name is Kevin Bracey. I am a husband, Jessica, my college sweetheart, 21 years. I've got a daughter that's 25, a son that's 18, and another son that's in heaven. I'm a motivational entertainer. I get an opportunity to motivate and entertain from elementary school students to college students to corporations, and um, I have a blast changing lives through the power of positive words. Awesome. Well, and so let's talk about goal setting. So, you know, when we were off air, I know people are now listening in and tuning in. Um, I just said, gosh, you know, at this time of year, if someone said, what's your goals? I would be like, I don't know. Like, oh, my God, what is my goals? What is my goals? And so I want to talk about that because, you know, different seasons, different goals, right? The first of the year, you're like, this year I'm going to go on vacation once. I'm going to do this. You have that energy. Um, and then spring comes and you might be like, okay, I'm still going to do it. Yay, summer. And then I don't know about you guys, but my life is passing by so fast. I'm like, I don't know what I did yesterday. And what am I doing tomorrow? I mean, right. it's just kind of crazy. So would love to get some tips of personal experiences and what kind of you encourage with your goal setting in your life, what you do with people you interact with and things like that. Um, I would say one of the most important things for goal setting is you need to write it down. Because if you don't write it down and you don't say it out loud, the chance of you actually falling through is very little. So one of my big suggestions, especially for my clients, you know, that have goals in the gym and um, or goals outside of life other than the gym, um, write it down. First and foremost, write it down, put it on paper, put it somewhere where you can see it. Um, Talk about it. Tell someone about it because that's going to hold you accountable to the goal that you set. And then make a timeline. So um, if your goal is, you know, I want to run a half marathon, okay, so what do we need to do to get you there? So what days do you need to run during the week? 
Okay, mm-hmm. now let's break it down. How many? How much mileage do you need to do every week, and mm-hmm. how much do you have to build up every week? And write it down. Put it on a calendar because if you're, it's good to have a goal, but you also have to have an action plan on how you're going to get to that goal. Right. Really and so important. in those situations, I always think about. Yeah, but what if I missed that one day that I went and did this? Right. Or what if I... And then and you, you beat start yourself tipping, up. Yeah, you beat yourself up because you're like, I'm never going to get there to that goal. And so it's like, how do you come up with that plan B? I mean, you always want to do plan A, but I always tell people, what is your plan B and then what is your plan C? And you have to be good with all of them, mm. right? So, you know, I'm just curious from your standpoint, yeah. Gina, is what do you do? I mean, you can develop a plan from a goal mm-hmm. setting, but... Well, I would say uh, keep moving on, right? Because right. life happens, and we get busy, and we have things come up, or we get sick, um, and and things happen. But the time is going to pass anyways. Mm-hmm. Time's going to pass anyways. So you can you can just I'll use the example of maybe staying on a certain diet plan, maybe like the whole thirty or something like that. I have a client who's doing the whole thirty right now, and um, I said, "So what's your motivation for the whole 30? She goes. Well, honestly, it's it's to get healthier and to try something different, but it's also to prove to myself I can do something. Mm-hmm. To to prove to myself I can start something and finish it, mm. um, and that's powerful in itself. But for an example, say you're doing a nutrition plan and you go out to dinner and you kind of blow it one night. So does that mean the next morning you wake up and you're like, oh, I blew it last night. I guess I'm just going to forget this healthy eating thing. No, you say, you know what? I, next meal. Yeah, that's my next <laughs> healthy meal. I'm I'm back on track, and so I think one giving yourself grace, knowing it's never going to go exactly as planned ever, but have a game plan, and then and then work with it. Keep moving on. Keep pushing forward. Right. Don't just stop if you you mess up on one day. One of the things that um, I like to do is 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 write down obviously the goal and the completion date. But if you're thinking of like the beginning of the year and everyone says, what is my New Year's resolution? I do, with a couple girlfriends, a mommy lockdown. And dads can do it too. And they can do it any which way um, they want to do it. But we go away and we lock ourselves in a hotel room. We all have our own hotel rooms. And we write down all of our intentions, as crazy as they may be, numbers that are crazy, and two years, everything that's on that list, on this big board that I'm not looking at every day, so you can know that you can write this down and put it behind the couch if you needed to. By, like, March, I saw that I had completed everything that I wanted to complete, or I had found the budget to pay for all the things, uh, the summits that are at the end of the year, or I realized that doesn't really fall in line with my goals anymore, so I'm okay with removing that, but I could have done it. And it's really interesting how you can actually write out those um, those inspiration boards if you really have true intentions. And, and the vision the, boards. The vision, yeah, yeah. It's so wonderful. But you don't have to look at them every day. It's, it, it, just, well, it takes no work. It's really right. amazing. Um, so that would be something that I would say to put into motion for the beginning of the year, right after Christmas, Lock yourself away for even two to three hours for the parents that cannot get away and get some markers out and just write. Write all your greatest dreams out. And and you'll it's in the back of your mind. You'll, Absolutely. So that will work. You know, it's interesting saying that though, because I used to say, Okay, here's my bucket list, right? Like I wanna do this and this and this. 
And one of my bucket lists was I want to do an Iron Man or half Iron Man. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> right. I don't want to do that. That's not, like, that was cool maybe five years ago, but, like, there's no way. Like, I don't, and it's not no way. It's just that my life has changed. But, you know, what I try and do is I try and go, like, okay, well, that, you know, maybe I don't want to do that. But is there something that I want to replace with that? Right. You know, and I think some people are like, Ugh, I just, I'm never going to get to it. And that's not necessarily true, would right. you say? I mean, I don't know. I, I think things are fluid. It is. It's right. all about your A, B, and C, and you got to be good with you know all of all them, of them right. and commit to all of them, but not commit in a way that is just so daunting. I think this subject is kind of hard for me personally because I am a goal-oriented person, but like writing it down, that seems so daunting. Like I always keep everything in, like oh, I've got it in my head. And I think that's I okay. I think yeah. I think it's whatever works for you because I'm like you. I've done, I've wrote, written down as all my dreams. I, there was this audio program that I listened to, and it challenged me, write down 100 dreams. And I was like, 100 dreams? I don't, I don't I write, don't even think about it, just write. And I started writing. I didn't get to 100. I got to about 62, 63. Wow, I'd be like, uh. But just wrote them down. Yeah, but <laughs> it's from my text messaging. But, it, but you, you just start adding stuff, though. Like, I yeah. want to go to a baseball games. See, every giant, you know, you start yeah. adding stuff that doesn't even make sense. But I think for me, I'm like you. I wrote it down, but I don't look at that every day. I don't. I, I know what I want to do, and I try to wake up every day with great expectations. Period. I'm just going to wake up and think something great is going to happen to me and for me while I try to make the day better for other people. So my action is going to be make the day better for other people, but I'm waking up with great expectations, and I know what goals and dreams I have in my head. But I think the most important thing, this is just my opinion, is it's cool to write down a goal. It's cool to know what you want to do. But the question really is, why do you want to do that? Mm -hmm. Because what's going to keep you motivated when you don't feel like it? When I'm not in the mindset. Yeah, beginning of the end of the year, everybody's excited. But motivation comes from the Latin derivative motivus, M-O-T-I-V-U-S which is a form of movir, which means to move. But the root word to motivation is motive, which means reason too. So our ability to sustain and maintain our motivation to do anything comes down to our ability to sustain and maintain our focus on our own personal intrinsic reason to do it. Everybody talks about getting in shape in the beginning of the year. I want to be the best version of me, but no one focuses on why do you want to do that? And if you have an authentic enough why within you, you'll do it because it's going to wake you up and you got the fuel to do it because well, you did. You made it up in your head. And it's not only that. It's like why. But when that opportunity does present itself, right. are you really going to take it? Right. And I'm coming from a place of right now, me personally, you know, I, I t- have told all of you, I'm just going to put it out in the air. I'm going to put it out there. Lauren right. and I had this. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. And just so you guys know, Kevin's assistant sitting in the audience, um, and she hears me often. I'm like, Susan, I'm just going to do this. I don't know what I don't know what it is, but I'm going to do this. Right. I'm going to put a thousand out there. And then as it's starting to come, and it's come like I'm fuck. feeling I'm feeling a little nervous. I'm sitting here, and you know, I tell my team, Oh my gosh, I feel sick. And they're like, Why do you feel sick? Because I haven't so motivated. Right for this goal and they're like we're doing this we're doing this i'm like it can go very wrong or it can go amazing 
but when the opportunity presents itself, I'm there. That's fear. But some people don't want that opportunity. So when they put those goals down and their why is, I'll give you an example. A lot of people, it's about a car. On every vision board I see, someone has some sort of car, okay? Right. And I go, well, why do you want that? Well, that means that I've hit a certain status. Okay, so then you saved up your money, and now now are you going to spend your money on it? And sometimes they go, no, I want the Honda to drive around because I don't really care about that. Okay, well, let's take that off. It should have never been there on the first place because what's intrinsically motivating you, and then when the opportunity came, you didn't, you want, didn't want it. Right. Right. Well, and I think that's and why change. the why, I mean, I love that you brought that up, Kevin, because the why is ultimately the factor if you're going to accomplish that goal or not or if you're going to continue to move towards that goal even when you hit bumps in the road or times get tough because let's face it we all get busy a lot of us have families we work full-time we have a lot of stuff going on we have a lot of balls that we're juggling right but our why needs to be important our why needs to be here it right. Needs to be, it needs to be. No one can hearts. do that for us. No. We have you to do You have that. to do it. And you have to figure out what's your why. So I have a lot of clients, okay, I want to lose weight. Why? Why do you want to lose weight? Well, because I want to be able to, to fit in my jeans. Okay, well, why do you want to be able to fit in your jeans? Well, because I want to be able to fit in my jeans comfortably so when I go play with my kids, I can be comfortable. Okay, so why do you want to go play with your kids? Well, I want to have the energy to play with my kids. Okay, that's great. And then they keep going so on. Now we're getting but to now, it. But <laughs> now, wait, wait, hold on. Now I know why I really want to lose the weight. It's because I want my kids to see me lose the weight. I want my kids to see me being healthy. Yes. I want to be a positive role model for them so that when they get older, they do the same thing and that my grandkids will be healthy. So now, instead of just, oh, I want to lose a couple pounds or I want to lose a little weight, now we've got a really big why that's that's close to your heart. I want to be healthy because I want my kids to be healthy, and I want my grandkids to be healthy, and it starts with me. That's the big So the why. Yeah, I agree. And I agree with, you know, wanting to write everything down and then kind of put it away, even if that's mentally. But I think that the questions is breaking those goals down to bite-sized pieces. Micro goals, So right. that they can actually achieve them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, painting the picture of what it's going to look like once you've reached that goal. So you know that you have this goal. You know the why, but what are you going to do with it? How is that going to look? How is it going to smell? How is it going to feel? What are you going to be wearing? Really, really focus in on that image in your mind because, it, it, you know, they say, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that <clears throat> saying at all. Mm-hmm. I say continue with action every single day. And you're going to make it. Right. It's not faking it till you make it. So when you have that goal <laughs> in mind, and it's so clear, you can smell the, the season, whether that's the rain and you're cooking, you've decided that you're going to make dinner every single night, you're going to buy a house, you're going to get out of debt, you're going to uh, be a, a speaker. Put those intentions out there, write who you're going to be, action, 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 but when someone goes, you can't do that, you debunk them with the things that you've written, the things that you've said, you debunk that because you see that so close. Right. It's a movie for you. Right. And there's no way that you're going to have someone stop you because 
you can smell it. Mm-hmm. When you celebrate those little successes, mm-hmm. like breaking it down, mm-hmm. you know, and, and for an example for me recently is um, I'm coming off an injury that is just taking forever, right? And I'm a big, I love running. And so I see people running. I love the, the feeling of running and I can't do that right now. And so it's almost like I just have to take my mindset of just move, just, just move, move, just move. It's okay. Just move. It's okay. And, you know, I do write that down every day because I'm like, okay, what did I do? You know, I can't stay stagnant. The body is made to move. Mm-hmm. No, I am not running seven-minute miles, but I walked. Like, mm-hmm. And then, and then celebrate, I celebrate that. It. I walked today. Yes. I walked today. And then, you know, okay, um, you know, I'm having an issue, but I went and I, I, um, I, I don't know, like I jogged a little bit, even mm-hmm. though it was a 12-minute mile. Who cares? Right. You move. You move. Celebrate. And celebrate, you know? Going with celebration, you know, that that is a real killer sometimes, too. I mean, it's great to celebrate all your little goals, but then how are you celebrating? For example, people that are working out, I lost that weight. Let's go out to dinner. For people that are in finance, right? Um, I paid off all my credit cards. I deserve that dress. Well, you know, they're 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 putting themselves right back into that that hole. So you have to actually sit down sometimes and write out how you sabotage yourself with your celebrations of your goals. Mm-hmm. Because then I see people. You just said acknowledge yourself it's, for it. Right, right. Just it's acknowledge. That if someone's listening. Right. They, it, right. They. We've learned that we need to acknowledge it and celebrate it in our own way, but there's also a great audience that will come back to me and say, I paid off my credit card, and we were so happy we could go to Disneyland, but then, you know, we decided to stay at the nicer hotel, and, well, I would like to start the program again. And it's like, oh, man. So So you're not going to go further. We're back here again, and that's okay that you've recognized that and you want to do that again, but... You want to grow. Just be aware. Yeah. So it's like that's just sometimes I always try to make it clear about the celebration. That's a really good I'm sure you see it a lot with fitness. Oh, yeah. More so, especially cheat days. You know, I I love a good cheat day, but is it the cheat weekend? And then are we like, what's the midnight? (laughs) Well, then let's come to talk about the fear part, right? So when the opportunity, you have the why, and, and, you know, you're so great about that, but what is that fear when you get that opportunity? You know, I I think there's a way that it's comfortable to stay safe, right? Right. It's really, it's it's comforting. We're safe people, and then we say we want to do this, and then then the time is here, and then you you have this utter fear. So I'd love for you to touch on that. Yeah, you know, fear is is something that I feel that, that... it, it paralyzes people because when we feel that emotion, we feel that we're doing something wrong. No, 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 no. Just because we feel fear doesn't mean we're doing anything wrong. I wrote a whole book about it called Scared Great. Steer your fear towards your greatness because I believe fear can bring out the best versions of ourselves. So I believe that when you feel fear, just acknowledge it. Okay, I'm afraid. Then you got to ask yourself, okay, what am I afraid of? What is the worst possible thing that can happen from whatever goal that I'm in the pursuit of? And then once we can logic through that, because most people don't logic through it. They feel the fear and they stop. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. Okay, you're afraid. I'm afraid. Great. What is one step I can take? Right. And then what's the next step I can take? 
keep it really simple. But no, the only reason why we're afraid is because we're human. We're all human. We're going to be afraid. I, I've been speaking for 22 years. I'm still scared when I go up every single time this morning at camp. It's so hard for me to believe. I'm afraid. I'm like, I'm like Susan knows. My uh, Coach Kindness knows. She's like, I got this pit in my stomach. And she's I'm, giving the, she's yeah, giving the right. head. can do this. Yeah. It's going to be okay, right. Kevin. Right. Every single time. But that fear to me drives, it, it can drive you towards the best version of you because the reason why we're afraid is because it matters. Mm-hmm. We're afraid. We want this. It's important to us. So it's okay to be afraid. Acknowledge it and just take a baby step. Oh, I did that. I was afraid. Did you pass out? No, I didn't. Let me take another step. And then eventually those micro goals, those small steps turn into progress, eventually turning into success. Eventually you turn into feeling significant because you walked through that fear. It's okay to be afraid. And I think... Just kind of piggybacking on that, the more that you practice walking through that fear and then kind of coming out of it, coming out of it on the other side, you get stronger for the next obstacle. You get stronger for the next time. So what I like to tell my clients and my spin classes, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Every time you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, you're better the next time. Right. Because you get used to that. And so it piggybacks on the fear because... When you're fear and you you see fear and you you look at it in the face and you say right. I'm going to do it anyways, right? You're stronger for the next time. Absolutely. Well, it, the first step to success is just showing up. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, right. you just show up. You have hit a mini goal right, right. there, mm-hmm. and then you can celebrate, and then take the next step. Literally, right. because you got to walk fully in the door. But I mean, that is like there's so many people that just won't show up. Whether that's showing up to that phone call you need to make, or that email you need to send, or that workout, or that mm-hmm. I want to write a book. Okay, let me show up and write one page today, or that paragraph today. Zig Ziglar, the great late great Zig Ziglar, has a saying: "Fear is false evidence appearing real." Mm-hmm. I respectfully disagree because I don't believe it's false. Mm-hmm. When I'm afraid. I'm really afraid. Yeah. It's yeah. not false. Yeah. It's real. Right. Accept it and take those small baby steps. You know, it's funny that you say that because um, when I was younger, I was actually very shy. And a lot of people don't, they don't see that. Mm-hmm. You were really shy. I mean, I couldn't even go to a restaurant and order anything. I mean, I, I was extremely shy at parties. I would just stick with my parents if I didn't know anybody. And one of the things that my mom did was she forced me outside of my bubble. I was fearful, and she kept on making me do things that were fearful for uncomfortable. me. And uncomfortable. Um, and so started getting into public speaking, student council, all those types of things. And, and now, you know, I'm able to do this type of stuff. But it was because I looked fear in the face, and I said, okay, we're going to do it anyway. So right. I went through the motions. Right. And you never passed anyway. out. I would never know that about you. <laughs> I was so shy. <laughs> I was so shy. And that's interesting you say that because um, I got an invite to a couple events and I don't want to go because I don't, I don't like going to big like gala. I don't like that. That's not me. I'd rather be in the background helping from afar or cheering someone on who's going to be there because I just, I'm so uncomfortable. And so when I do go to something that's like a big, like a gala or non, you know, profit thing, 
it's because it was a calculated effort, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you that I was, I'm like stricken. Like my heart is racing right now thinking about it mm-hmm. um, because, um, but nothing, has, but good things have come of it. Or I've met yeah. people that have helped me towards my goals. Right. And gosh, how and good not, do you I feel about not. yourself right. when, you, when right. you do it? You feel so good. And at the end of the day, it's how we feel about ourselves. That's why we have goals. It's because right. what, how they make us feel inside. Right. It's not about the car. It's about how that car makes us feel because it's um, maybe an example of how hard you worked. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's a representation I feel successful. Right. of that. So I cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and talking about does that bring you joy? Mm-hmm. Right. Like does. You know, if that at the end of the day is that going to bring you joy or lead you one step closer to what you truly want, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and a lot of times I I talk to many people and they're like, well, I just kind of fell into this. I don't think so. Right. You don't just fall into something. Mm-hmm. You had an opportunity and you made a calculated risk and it led you to here or mm-hmm. it led you, you know, to this moment. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a lot of conversations about that. I mean. Lauren and I were talking about that. It's like, you know, when that door opens, you have to decide if you're going to take it, and it's a calculated risk. You didn't just fall into something. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You put yourself in a situation that made, yeah, right. exactly. I always think that luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So sometimes people are like, what are you getting your ducks in a row? I see greatness. <laughs> right. I don't really know what it is. Right. So sorry, that picture is not so clear. But I know that there's something that's out there for me because I always hit that ceiling and then I go in and try to figure out what's the next best step for me. And I do show up. I, I, I feel like even, for example, maybe getting the phone call at 8 or 7.30 last night saying, would you like to come here? I feel like the ducks were put in a row for me to do that because I have my own business. So I was able to um, rearrange my schedule. But maybe the person that I was five years ago, I would have had to decline, and I would not have been able to take an opportunity that would have brought me joy to bring me closer to my goals, to have me meet nice, great people that are inspiring, because I would have had to work maybe for someone else. So those were all goals that I put into place for this larger picture. Right. So it was like, I want to create this business so that I can live like this. Flexibility. The flexibility, just like my, I feel like my made-up title is I'm a working stay-at-home mom, and people are very confused about that. Well, the goal was to put in place things that bring me joy, but gives me the opportunity to make the children my priority. I'm at all the lessons. I'm there, and I'm present, because that is the best gift, not presence. It's my presence. And so that was the first intention that I ever put in place when I said I'm not going to work for someone anymore. And that was a calculated risk. Mm-hmm. That was the fear, end. all uh, of it. Right. It was, oh, there will not be a paycheck next week. And it was conditioning. And it was seven years where you have people going, you can't go there? Nope, can't go there. Can't, can't do that because I have this goal. I, I can't afford to go right. to the movies because we did that. Because I was in, I was in a, a moment of putting my ducks in a row for this right. ultimate goal. It seemed very simple to most people. But... Little things like that, I can celebrate and go, I can do that. Yes, I will be there. Right. When you're talking about seven years, and I think 
what drives me crazy is everyone wants it right, right. now. Yes. And I want it right now, too, right. a lot of times. And I'm learning that now, you know, as I feel like I'm getting older, I'm learning that it's not going to happen right now. But when it, if you put your stuff, you know, everything in place and when it does happen, you have to be thankful for that moment. Um, because we are this society of instant gratification, and right. it's like... Put it in the microwave. Yeah. Don't cook totally. it. Just put it in the microwave. You know I don't cook, and I do use <laughs> No, no, I didn't know. I do, too. <laughs> right, but you know what I'm learning is, oh, is, and it sounds trite. I know it sounds banal, but it really is about the journey. Like, when you're in it, it's hard, because I was chasing speaking for a living for a lot of... It didn't break through for me to my 16th year. But when it broke through, it was like, oh, my goodness, I was and so excited. Celebrated. But then you look back yeah. and I say, but the journey, it wasn't hard work. It was consistency yeah. is what yeah. it was. It wasn't hard. Right. It was just consistency in building my belief and faith that if I just don't give up, mm-hmm. if I just don't give up, I will get there one day. And then, you know, it, but it was the journey and I'm still on the journey, but the journey is the greatest part. But when you just get started, it's hard and you don't, you can't see the success. You can't see the progress. All that stuff is part of it too. So what do you do? Really I mean, for each of you are very successful in your own ways of, you know, building clientele, booking, you know, um, the inspirational talks, um, gaining more business, selling your products. It's like, you talk about the journey, right? And it's like, what do you do when you get knocked down? I mean, for me, um, you know, there's been a lot of things that it's like, it's a, it's a, I call them obstacles. I don't even call it knocked down. And it's like, it just, I go, well, no, it's just, it's going to happen, but I have to hear this. And I think of it as a chess game, which a lot of people don't think of things like that. It's more like, okay, this didn't work but something else is going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a menu of options type person, and I have to be okay with it at the end of the day. But, like, what do you guys do that the listeners or viewers are going to see that to get over those obstacles for goal setting? Because that's what I'm, I hear a lot. Like, I set a goal. It didn't come quick enough. I got, you know, knocked down. There's, like, all these excuses that happen, but you know how you said you keep it consistency. Mm-hmm. So what, do you, what did you do? What did each of you do? Go first, though, because we were talking about it. Okay, first, to me, it's first you, you, I had to get to a point to where I understood the journey. And I've broken up the journey for me, in my own experience, into three parts. First, you have the dream or the goal. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm setting out to do. These are my intentions. This is what I want to have happen. And then you start the action and you start moving towards it. Moment by moment, minute by minute, hour by hour day by day, week by week, work, I mean, month by month. And then, but you have to know that you're going to hit the struggles. And it's just part of the journey. You you have to just know that you're going to hit the, everybody hits the wall. Everybody hits the struggle. But this is where the muscle is built. This is where the character is built. A plane needs a certain amount of resistance to get off the ground in order to fly. So you're going to be met with the with the struggle. And this is where you you have to fight. You have to keep moving, inhaling, exhaling, doing the things that you know you need to do to get you to the victory, which is the third place that you go to. Not saying that everybody's going to reach their goals. 
Not saying everybody's going to live their dreams, but there is something victorious on the other side of the struggle if you're willing to fight through that and not just give up. Many people see the wall and just quit because I hit the wall. Everybody hits the wall. So what are you going to do now? Can you give an example? Because I, I don't want listeners or viewers to go, well, he's an inspirational speaker. Right. Right. Because right. you probably get that so all the for time. for me. Well, he's an inspirational right. speaker. So I would love to give right. the audience kind of an example of that obstacle, that Absolutely. goal you had, and then what truly you did to come over. So for it. me as a, as a speaker, a, the goal is to get schools, corporations, companies to know who I am and to say, we want him to come and speak for us. Well, one of my struggles along the journey is I have a son who has a rare autoimmune disease. So he's had 14 major surgeries in his life in 18 years of his life. 14 major surgeries, hundreds of outpatient surgeries. That's a struggle. So how do I go and speak in Texas if I'm booked in Texas, but my son has a a surgery or I got to be there for my wife? That's part of the struggle. So sometimes I'm on the plane with tears in my eyes, but I still have to go. I still have to take that step. Or you you make a phone call or you try to get someone to get to book you and they say, well, no, you don't have enough experience. We've never heard of you. We don't know your name. Well, I'm down and out because I wanted to get booked and I thought they wanted me. What am I going to do? Do I go home and just quit and close my door and go in my room? And qu- no, no, no. I have to keep doing what I can do to get out there to speak locally. Maybe it's for free in order to get my name into the community and I have to keep going. I've got to keep going to the bookstore and reading my books to keep myself filled up. I got to keep listening to my audio programs to keep myself built up. I got to keep getting up in the morning and talking myself into greatness, even though I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling defeated, I'm feeling down. If I'm upright, if I have running water at home, okay, I'm grateful for that. If I've got food in my refrigerator, even if a little or a lot, I'm grateful for that. I have food on my shoes on my feet. I'm grateful for that. Keep finding my gratitude and keep working to get my name into the community. Even though my my son just had a surgery, I'm sick. I'm crying. My whole family's down. I still that's reality. That's the struggle. But I got to keep fighting for what I set out, what my dream and my goal is. I got to keep fighting for that. Doing the little things. I love that you say never give up and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. So that's, you know, what I would say as well. I mean, when my clients have a goal, I tell them one of the most important things you can do is put out your gym stuff in the morning or the night before for the next morning. So pack your gym bag, pack your shoes, pack your lunch, pack all that, have it ready because then there's no excuse in the morning. And I think... It goes off what Kevin's saying is that follow through, is that even when there's days that are tough or there's days that you don't want to do it or obstacles that get in your way, you keep putting one foot in front of the other. I'm laughing because make sure you forget or do not forget your shoes Uh, because (laughs) on Monday I went and um, I guess you're doing yoga. I was there. No, I was there. And I'm like, oh my, I didn't have my shoes. So I sent my daughter to kids club and I said, give me your shoes. Okay. Her shoes are four sizes too small for me. And I totally wore them through a workout and people were like, I had to take a picture yeah, and put it on cute. social media because I was like, did I'm here. Huh? Did it oh, it hurt. Feet? But I was like, I'm here and I'm no so happy I made you it over- here. overcame the obstacle. I'm so happy that yeah. I made it here. And my goal is to move. Right. I mean, maybe I didn't do like everything I call it or run, but like it was hilarious by the way. But anyways, it was my way of being like, 
whatever, I'm going to wear these. Yes, it's painful, but, like, I need to move because I I need to do this for myself and be healthy for myself in order to be the best friend, the best mom, the best, you know, person that I can be for everyone else. So, anyways, it's funny when you said that. you figured it out? Because I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I (laughs) forgot the most critical thing that you could forget. But, anyways, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that when it comes to... um, you know, hitting my goals and it goes back to kind of what you were saying off, off camera was know that everybody has a story. And I think that we all have a story sitting here. You just shared your story. I have my story. And I think that when you come to, you know, goal setting, I think it's important because it's like your mindset is the biggest part of the goal setting too, because you have to follow through, as you said, and be able to debunk some of the energy that really seems like they don't really want you to win. And I think a lot of people will see when they're reaching their goal, they feel like everyone thinks that they're crazy. They're crazy to be doing this. They could be living differently. They're falling out of their circles. They're feeling alone. And if they could just learn to debunk those and also keep an eye on that vision that that they have, like I have done for myself, um, then you just keep going and, and you, you reach that goal. And eventually you'll see that everybody that said that they didn't really know you at one point or they start telling the story about how they met you. And right. that's the truth, you know. When, they, when you were at an event and they didn't take the picture with you or now all of a sudden they're posting the picture from five years ago. And those things do happen, and it's not to, to get the goal so you have that moment because you don't care once you reach there. But when you're starting with my goal, just not being able to afford things because I wanted to be debt-free, that was one goal moving on. I think that's really relatable to people. It's that you just keep going closer and closer and closer. And what was really funny is that going outside of your comfort zone. So a good example is that I started my business um, for the cosmetic line. People thought that it had been out for a really long time. I got a phone call, having your ducks in a row, the opportunity presents itself like the day after you wrote it in the journal, like I think I'm writing a script here, and a friend says, hey, QVC is doing this show, and you should submit a picture, but you've got 16 minutes to do it, and it takes about 10 minutes to fill out the questionnaire. I have no makeup on. I'm exhausted. I did it with no makeup. I had my one product. I showed it, and I got a call saying, you're accepted. I was like, oh, wow. I haven't really launched yet. Okay, so, you know, another goal. But at the end of this story, I wasn't picked for that thing. And I knew right there that this was, my, this was a learning lesson, and it was a gift because the reason why is because you don't have a full line. You just <laughs> launched yesterday. Right. So, Even though you were disappointed. I, you know what? I was, but I thought, I kind of thought that would happen. I'm kind of thought, not sure why I'm here, but I right. showed up. Right. And the, the thing that I took from it is when I was driving back in the Uber is that I bet you I hit my ceiling with this one product. I bet you I thought I hit my cosmetic line and I have my one product and I am, this is amazing. Right. You're great and you're good. But because of that feedback, I went home and pushed out a whole entire line. I would not right. have done that if without you, right. that, that, that issue. So when you're hitting those goals, 
reline from that. Everything that you get that's negative, go, what am I going to learn from this? And it was it's so embedded in me that the moment that they said, is this all that you have? I didn't even hear the word no. They didn't say it. I already knew that email was coming. I was like, that's what I need to do. Right. That's what I said when I walked in there. My intention isn't necessarily to be picked because I don't know if I'm ready to distribute like that. But every question that they ask me, is going to teach me what in Sam Hill am I going to do next because I've never done that before. And it was my ability of going, I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to learn from this situation. So those goals just keep going and your ceiling keeps breaking and you just can't be defeated anymore. So long, circular, you know, thing. Yeah. That's, that, that loss was a huge win for, mm. for my company. So just to recap, just for the viewers and the listenership, if there's one thing you can take away from goal setting, so I feel like we've already stated that, but I want them to know if there's one thing you can take away to make yourself just a little bit better and make, you know, you achieve that goal, what would it be? So I'll start off, for me, it's celebrating the small things, okay? Um, Don't overindulge and go back in that cycle, but acknowledge yourself. So I moved today, yay. Absolutely. Mine is to, to, you you have to know why you want to do whatever it is you're setting out to do. And I would challenge you respectfully and lovingly challenge, challenge you to get seven to ten layers deep. Give me seven reasons to ten reasons why you want to do what it is that you're setting out to do. Because that's where the motivation comes from to sustain and maintain it to move through the finish line. I would say keep putting one foot in front of the other. Don't let things get you down. Don't let things knock you down. Just keep picking yourself up and moving towards your goal. I would say uh, after you know why, know what it's going to look like. You need to know what you're going to do with that goal. So if you say, I want to be rich, what are you going to do with that money? Hmm. Whatever that is, figure out what you're going to do once you've reached that goal because it's it's disappointing when you reach your goal and you're like, now what? Right. So know what you're going to do with it. And then, like we had talked about, once that opportunity comes, are you going to take it or not? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. It's okay to have fear. Yep. Fear All right. you to your greatness. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. This is yeah. great. Thank you for tuning in to Work In with California Family Fitness. This episode has been packed with great information. Check out the show notes at thedaily.californiafamilyfitness.com forward slash podcast where we will include links and resources that were mentioned during our conversation today. And if you are enjoying the discussion today, please make sure to like and share the Work In podcast on our YouTube channel and other podcast distribution.